She is the face of TikTok and she has the best hair I have ever seen. I wish I had my guest Sharice Banton's hair because it was just amazing. You looked like you could sleep in it. It was so amazing. Sharice um, is the latest guest on uh, Track Back with Cal Mack. She is a TikTok sensation. She's even been on adverts. Sharice talks about the completely unexpected... Um, amount of reception she's been getting and fame off TikTok. She talks about how, you know, TikTok is that new amazing platform for people that want to showcase who they are, um, resulting in newfound fame. She also talks about some of the opportunities she's been getting on TikTok, including being in some of the adverts and meeting up with other TikTokers. And she talks very, very highly of um, other TikTokers and how it's important for TikTokers to meet up and collaborate. Uh, and she gives us some um, memories of some of her very interesting collaborations as well. Get in touch with us. Uh, email the team at trackbackpodcast.yahoo.com and also give us a follow on Instagram at trackbackpod. This is Sharice Banton. Sharice, how are you? Hi. Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm great. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, and for the viewers that are listening in, I'm Cal Mack, the younger version of Dermot O'Leary, the upgraded version okay. of Dermot O'Leary, the next big presenter coming to you live. Well, it's not really live, but it will be live in about estimated 10 days, but I'm probably going to get that wrong as well. But Sharice, it's a pleasure to have you on the TikTok trek. Um, how's your day going? Yeah, no, really lovely, actually, because you've caught us on a day where it's really sunny and we haven't had sun for a long time. So it's beautiful. We had lunch on the balcony. Um, <laughs> so it's been nice. Now, there's a habit that I've had on the TikTok trek that every time I've interviewed a TikToker, it's always nice weather where they are, but it's always awful weather where I am. And the trend, oh. unfortunately, has continued today. It's sunny where you are. It's awful where I am. Where are you based? I'm based in Cumbria. The oh, good old, very nice today <laughs> which is quite weird because when I walk outside and I hear those very strong Cumbrian accents they listen to my accent and do you know what they think southerner <laughs> oh typical. <laughs> typical but yes this is the TikTok trek and Sharice we're going to talk about your TikTok journey now for the viewers that don't know you are quite the big TikTok star aren't you uh well I guess some people will say so <laughs> well I definitely um, say so that's why you're well, on the TikTok you. trek Yay. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. So the first question, what attracted you to this wonderful app known as TikTok? I had an unusual way of coming across it, to be honest, because I, oh my God, it's like nearly the fifth year for me on the app. So I came across it when it was Musical.ly back in 2016. Um, and I found it for YouTube because I was actually interested in looking at different ways of marketing. Someone just mentioned it, mentioned it sorry, in a video. And I was like, oh, okay, what's that about? downloaded it and just thought oh this is great vibes this is really fun and because it was literally so early days and honestly it was just dominated by really really young people like yeah. children teens and even for me I was I was feeling a bit old but I was also like no one my age is like on it like well no one in my circle sorry is on it there are some people like my age and older still on it but not so many definitely not so many um but I kind of felt this freedom to just play with it because no one knew I was on it so I did that. <laughs> and then I continued and con uh, got to where I am today, really. It's funny because you're not the only one that's mentioned the fact that TikTok was quite big back in 2016. I think I'm the yeah. only one that didn't even realise that TikTok was a thing back in 2016. When if it was, it was I would be on it. 
<laughs> yeah well it was called musically so but even then you'd mention it to people and they'd be like what's that what's musically so but it had a huge audience like really really massive um but it was still a place that like even like brands and stuff like that they wouldn't really look at it some somewhere yeah. but a lot of people didn't so no one really saw it as a thing I mean what was your impression when you first joined and you saw you know the difference of this app compared to some of the other social media apps like Facebook, Instagram, so on yeah. and so forth. What was your reaction to when you first signed up? It was just such good vibes. Because I remember the first video that came up for me was a girl, um, she's probably in her 20s and she was doing a video with her mum and her dad, like dancing through the garden. And it, it had like great music. So straight away you were thrown into it. And it was like, oh, this is just really good vibes. And you start scrolling some more and you could see everyone was just relaxed. There wasn't any like anything special in terms of like production. It was all very kind of casual, but entertaining, like really entertaining. I was like, oh, yeah. I like this. And I think that's the biggest difference you have with TikTok versus anything else. Like just being yourself, stripped back, nothing special. We're not here to do some polished production of me. Like it's just me <laughs> in my raw form. And I think that's the biggest attraction. Like no one wants to be this like 10 out of 10 perfect version of themselves. That doesn't even feel genuine. You just want to be who you are on a day to day. And do you think that's the reason why a lot of these influencers are getting so big these days is because they're being themselves and doing, you know, what they like to do. You see so many influencers who do the most random stuff and they're getting so many views. Do you think that's been yeah. the key to the success of TikTok where we are right now? Oh, a hundred percent because as soon as people are honest and people share their experiences, their opinions, their perspective on the world, like even if that's through just a comedy video, that's when you start to connect and relate. And you're like, oh yeah, I go through this. Or, oh my gosh, I do that all the time. And you can start to see the real person behind them rather than looking at, um, say on another platform where they put out just a persona or a polished version of them. You don't really yeah. understand who the true person is. You can't fully connect. When you connect, like, that's when anything goes well, like in any situation, and especially for things like TikTok. That's brilliant. And speaking of influencers, have you been checking any influencers out from the start when you're on TikTok to this very day? Who have you been checking out? Who do you like? Apart from your own TikTok success, yeah. who else do you enjoy watching and seeing how they develop? Yeah, so in the, in the early days when it was Musical.ly, for me it was a lady called Amelia Gething, like she did comedy videos and she basically just take a sound that's a comedic sound and um, reenact it basically. So it wasn't her voice that she was using in the majority of her content. And it was just so funny. Um, I find it really funny. She, she grew a huge audience on the platform and eventually she's doing other things now. Like um, she has her own TV show that's and stuff great. like this. Yeah, it's, it's mental. And seeing someone like her and as well as like Liza Koshy was another person yeah. for me, like really, oh I love you and your content <laughs> so like seeing them and like their successes and where it kind of went I was like oh okay so if you can kind of like have some sort of audience opportunities sort of happen that's all I had in my mind I was like oh let me just try and like improve on myself I always wanted to get better with my content so I looked at like what is it that was making it funny and try and like adopt that into how I can make my own content funnier and that sort of thing because I always stuck to comedy <laughs> um yeah and I just kept doing that and slowly things started to take off. Brilliant. And what about in this very day? Who else are you checking out? Who do you like? Uh, today, um, oh, who's my favourite creator today, actually? 
So I really enjoy Ahiz's content. I think that's really funny. Um, trying to, there's so many yeah, there's creators. So many content creators, isn't it? So yeah. many. The the thing is, like, because of the for you page, you see so many different creators. I'm not necessarily loyal to one. Like, I'm not repeatedly going back to the same person every day because I enjoy such a variety of content. Um, and especially for me, I love dog videos. So anyone who's doing stuff There's around that, like, <laughs> yeah. And there's a guy with his cat and I can't remember his name. Oh wait, skinny, skinny something maybe. Um, it's him and his cat. And like, he'll always put his cat in a hat and he has this really funny music and I love them. <laughs> but I can't remember his name. Gotta get him on the TikTok track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely you should. <laughs> um, so what was going through your mind, Sharice, when you um, were doing your very first TikTok skit? What was your hopes that you hope the expectations of the viewers what, i mean what were you thinking how do you how did you feel that it was going to go um so when so it's i guess there's two different parts really because i didn't start using my own voice until a lot later on in terms of like because i do quite a few like sketches now um where it's me playing characters or playing out a situation whatever it is um but it took me a long while to actually use my own voice on the platform. And when I started like filming myself with my own voice, I started speaking American by default. I was like, why am I trying to put on an accent? Like, this isn't my voice. <laughs> I didn't know how to speak. It's really weird. Like when you start filming yourself, you, it's hard to be yourself at first. Um, so that was quite a challenge. So when I first did it, I actually, um, I used I, <laughs> the speeding up like function to make my voice distorted and high pitch. <laughs> so oh, it couldn't hear me. I wanted to escape it. I was like, oh, I, I'm not sure about this. So I did that to kind of get around it and I didn't know how it was gonna go, but I thought, oh, it was quite funny. And then you put it out, see the reaction and the reaction was positive. I think it was quite good at the time because I already had a bit of an audience. So quite fortunately, they're quite supportive when you try something new. Um, but <laughs> Oh, yay, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just kept, trying i think um it's all, like i wouldn't look back and say that's a good video <laughs> but you you've always got to just try and experiment and keep going like, i didn't really know what to expect but i wanted to try yeah. so put it out there and yeah get the feedback and move on basically <laughs> um fast tracking back to the for you page you mentioned the for you page um what do you think the benefits of having something like that on tiktok is oh my gosh it makes tiktok because I feel with the for you page, it's suddenly rather than like, say you go to Instagram and you have the people that you follow, that pretty much builds up your feed. So you're always restricted pretty much to the, to that content. Yes, you can go to the explore page, but it's not the predominant way that you consume content. It's like your home feed. When you go to TikTok, the predominant way you consume content is through the for you page. And because you have everyone from every walk of life, <coughs> sorry, consuming from that same feed, yeah, something brings everyone together and you feel like you're part of one community. And that's why you get these sort of inside jokes or running things or running trends on TikTok, because everyone's exposed to the same thing. And we all know what people are joking about when we bring up this reference or that reference or this dance move, because we've seen it all on TikTok. So I love that about it. And especially you notice like if videos go really viral, a lot of people have seen that same video because it's been pushed out to their accounts. So suddenly you're all sharing in the same experience. And that's what, yeah, I feel like it unites people in that sense. And we mentioned at the start, you know, TikTok, it's growing by the day. 
you can imagine what it's like now compared to what it's going to be like in five years time. What do you think the benefits that TikTok has over Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat? What differs it from those other apps? What makes it so unique as a brand? I I think it's what we were talking about earlier in terms of that like sort of authenticity, honesty, realness, because even on the other platforms still, like since Instagram like introduced reels and that sort of thing to kind of copy TikTok, (laughs) it just doesn't have the same effect. It's not, you don't have the community that TikTok has built because of like the way that it's structured. That whole experience has just created a whole different um, sort of approach and mentality to content. And I think that's always going to be its strong point as long as they continue that sort of um, feeling and vibe. Um, And I think compared to any other platform still, the barrier to entry in terms of like um, creating content feels so much lower on TikTok because you can just be yourself and you can just be in your bedroom or your bathroom or like your living room, wherever, it doesn't matter. And that's completely normal, like that's fine. Now, when it comes to reception from your sketcheries, what do you think the key is to handling good reception and bad reception? How do you deal with handling both ends of the spectrum? Yeah, I mean, uh, sorry, I don't know if that car was really loud. <laughs> um, Sounded I, like mine. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> um, I would say when it comes to like the negative things, I feel like there's probably a tendency with like most humans, like we'll look through our comments and you can almost, it's kind of annoying, but you look at the positive, you're like, oh, that's great. But as soon as there's a negative one, it stands out and pinches you 10 times stronger than a positive one does. And you can have a stream of positive comments, one negative comment, and you're like, oh my God, that was terrible. What have I done sort of thing? And you are questioning your whole life choices and you know, it just gets a bit out of hand. Um, And I think that's just the nature of humans. We tend to look at the negative more than the positive. Um, Yeah, it's kind of frustrating, but you know, body to survive, (laughs) you know. Um, It's amazing how the human brain, you know, goes around that the fact that what you just said really intriguing how one negative comment makes you think have I done this right yeah have I I mean sometimes it's helpful sometimes when um you get some negative comments and there might be genuinely something in there that you can kind of take constructively there's no problem with that that's fine when people are just being negative for negative sake then it doesn't help anyone uh it doesn't help the creator doesn't help the person because I've had it in the past where I did a video um, and it was just talking about, it was one of those quiz filters on TikTok answering questions about like my hometown and this sort of thing. Um, And I just rubbed people up the wrong way in the way I came across. And as soon as I had some negative comments, it spiraled, like the negative comments kept coming. And it got to a point where I realized it literally just clicked in my head that this isn't actually about me anymore. Like people are just pigeon like piggybacking off whatever anyone else is saying to try and get their own sort of clout and um, recognition because that was the main theme of what everyone was saying. Because I mean, it was getting so negative that people were passionate, like after this one 15 second video, they're like, oh my God, I absolutely hate this girl. And I'm like, you don't know anything about me. Like you've seen one 15 second video and you've decided, you know, my whole life. And it's, it's just so ridiculous. And then that's when it clicked, like, I was really like feeling horrible about it like I don't even want to look at my comments and then it just suddenly switched in my head and I was like it's not actually about me anymore (laughs) I would have just gone I would have just gone brah 
<laughs> yeah, enough. <laughs> so before we talk about your creative mindset on your TikTok trees, out of all your skits, now I've seen a lot of them and they are great. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your favorite skit you've ever done on TikTok? Oh, it's hard to choose. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what? It's usually the ones for me that aren't even the ones that are most like popular, <laughs> but I love them. Um, like I really enjoyed the one where I did a video around people, someone playing Monopoly and the person taking ages to roll yeah. the dice. And I- it Relates to me I, so well. Pardon? That relates to me so well because it takes yes. like five minutes because I really want that fix. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we've all, well, not necessarily everyone, but a lot of us have had an experience where someone has just taken all the time to roll and you're like, come on, <laughs> it's happened to me. That's where it like inspired the idea. Um, so yeah, I just made it even more exaggerated. Um, so yeah, I found that really fun. And I love like games and like board games and that sort of thing. So that's one that stands out to me. <laughs> you're looking at the guy that's not lost snakes and ladders for about 10 years straight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm the snakes and ladders champ right here. Um, so Sharice, tell me a bit about your creative mindset. Would you say you're very creative when it comes to releasing stuff on TikTok? Do you have to think in advance what you're going to release? Do you have to, uh, you know, get a lot of ideas? Are, are you the kind of um, person that likes to write down exactly what you oh, want yeah. to show on TikTok? Yeah, I um, I apply it especially for a sketch where like that Monopoly one where I'm literally just um, planning out what I need to say and that sort of thing. All my ideas are written down in advance. So I plan out what I'm going to say, yeah. uh, how it needs to be filmed and that sort of thing. Um, and what I do is as I'm going down, uh, well, go going through the days, like day to day, blah, 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 if there's an idea that comes to mind, I note it down and then I expand on it later. Um, so... I would say I'm creative. Yeah, I would say I have a creative mind um, because like when you start planning out, oh, how is this going to flow? Like the conversations and that sort of thing. Sometimes you just get a vibe and you can just kind of roll on that energy and you're like, yeah. okay, well, this needs to be said there. Then it needs to have this moment and this beat and then this response and that sort of thing. So yeah, creative in that sense. But I think a lot of um, people who are creative would probably agree to a point depending on how they sort of, go through their process that you get inspired by other content or other things that you see in life it's not all from your own mind necessarily you'll see this and you can mold it in a different way um or an experience from life and I can put it in this way and that sort of thing yeah now for individuals that have just joined TikTok um for someone that's been on TikTok for five years like you mentioned um or they can be a younger person wanting to you know check the whole social media world they want to get into social media what advice could you give as someone who's worked in social media? What advice can you give them to have a successful social media career and as well know the dangers of what can come? Yes, there are benefits of being on social media. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But at the same time, there is dangers of being on social media. What, how, how can they go about it? Because as well, uh, a question I wanted to ask you as well, um, out of the blue, do you think that schools should do more to teach kids about social media? Because... There isn't much going on, is it? It's quite an interesting one. I would say on the school part, hmm, should they teach them? So I have reservations about that simply because I don't know if they teach it well, <laughs> to be honest. They'd probably teach <laughs> it from a point of view of having no experience on social media in a way of like a creator or something like that. So I feel like it has to come from the right person. Like 
um yeah you need someone who's got the experience who could give a genuine point of view on that whereas if you just tell it to a teacher i feel like it can end up turning very negative um very overcautious instead of just real about what the situation is um because as well social media is just essentially a way to communicate um and in any form of communication wherever you are wherever it's in person whether it is online you have to keep the same things in mind like you don't talk to strangers it's, kind of the same yeah. thing online, but you just have your wits about you. I'm not gonna meet up with someone I've just met online, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I think it depends on who's teaching it. So I'd be wary about just saying schools should teach it. Um, yeah, <laughs> proper workshop maybe. Um, but for people wanting to get on there, I think the biggest thing, and I'm probably doing it a bit based on my own experience, I'd just be aware um, mentally that this is something you really, want to do because I feel like some people just want to get into it because they see it as like oh easy life everyone loves me um like getting all the attention potentially money and all this sort of thing and is it really what what you want to do because sometimes that's not the thing that's going to enrich your soul like that's really not enough to be happy there's other things that you might want to do you might be someone who's a great artist a great dancer someone who loves to work with animals and wants to be a vet that sort of thing like those are all great things to do and social media is not going to think be the thing to make your life so i feel like the sort of popularity can lead people down the wrong direction and is not actually what they really want so that's something i'd be making people aware of but also once you are going down that path like yes i do want to do this that's absolutely great and absolutely go for it um i would just be really conscious of be put out content that makes you happy basically do it for you and make sure anything you put out you're happy with and you're not just putting it out for them and you're not going to take everything to heart if someone doesn't like it so what if you like it keep going there's going to be other people somewhere that will appreciate it too and you think it's important that people know before they get into social media the fact that um you're going to get positive and negative comments whatever you do Oh, 100%. You're always going to have people that like you. You're going to have detractors as well as supporters. Do you think yeah. that's important for people to know when they're getting into this industry? Yeah, 100%. They need to, because if you're someone who is more sensitive and you're likely to take something like that personally, then social media might be really difficult for you. I mean, like I said, like with that video that went really negatively, I really struggled. It hurt. It hurt a lot. And it yeah. caused a lot of like anxiety and that sort of thing. So if you are someone that feels very sensitive, if you are highly anxious and that sort of thing to those types of situations, it might not be best. Like your mental health always comes first, like before anything. So you want to take care of that before you put yourself in a situation where you're now exposed to the whole world. <laughs> Looking back on your numbers, Sharice, did you imagine you would be in this position right now with the amount of support you're getting on TikTok? Did you imagine you get to this place and where can you take it from here what what exactly can you do next to increase the fan base yeah so no <laughs> not at all like, nobody even, does no you don't like how can you like you you haven't experienced anything close to this like i had in any way in my normal life before i now have this so you don't have a clue what to expect and i didn't exactly have any friends or contacts who were like creators or like so-called influencers so there's no one to chat with about what that sort of experience is like <laughs> there's just no exposure to it so i didn't have a clue 
that one, it could even get there. And two, that it would be like this. Um, and it has been amazing, by the way. Um, it has been a really incredible journey. Um, but yeah, the way I started, I was like, okay, I can kind of see there's something that could happen, but it never feels real that it's actually going to happen to you. It's just like, oh, I can keep striving. <laughs> and then suddenly you're like getting like emails about, oh, can we work with you? And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's really I mean, have you had any opportunities off TikTok? And what are they if you have? Tell me a bit about them. Yeah, no, I mean, this is my full-time like thing now. So yeah, it's- That's incredible. It's been, yeah, it's it been amazing and very, surprising in that sense it's just like mad the things that can happen but the opportunities that come to you um you can't expect sometimes like I've had people reach out wanted to do adverts I've been on billboards even for like TikTok like that's crazy going to London and seeing your face on the the Odeon like cinema like plex I was like what on earth (laughs) it's so weird um it's just it's really surreal and yeah half the opportunities that come through you don't imagine would come through like even people asking you to be on tv shows and this sort of thing just because they've seen like your personality on tiktok i think that's a great thing about putting yourself out on whatever platform if you're putting out whatever it is that you're interested in whether it's just you as a personality comedy your craft whatever it is you can attract people that are interested in whatever it is that you do and i think that's a great opportunity for anyone so i love social media in in that respect but yeah yeah. <laughs> and what's next for you, Sharice? What have you got planned? Remember, when I become big on Radio 1, you're the first person I'm going to invite on my show. Remember hey, that. Love that. I'm holding you to it. <laughs> Brilliant. I expect the invite. You will get um, don't worry. <laughs> I, for me, I now want to transition to acting. So I actually know I have a friend who went the other way. They were in the acting world and they transitioned to social media because they wanted more, more control of their content. Whereas I'm kind of someone, I love the kind of productions that I see on obviously TV, film, and I'm really interested in acting naturally just through like the sketches and stuff that I've done. I've done. So now I'm like learning what I need to do to get better and properly understand the acting world and the craft and that sort of thing. So I'm doing like formal training. Fantastic. Really work towards it and fingers crossed it'll take off <laughs> got my vote thank you <laughs> um, and finally Sharice for the viewers that are listening into this episode where can they find your TikTok to check you out because I really want the viewers to check you out for sure oh thank you well my name I'm so simple on social media my name is Sharice Banton on everything <laughs> so yeah pretty easy and straightforward to find TikTok Instagram I like my main ones LinkedIn as well if you're um yeah, if you want to message there, basically. But yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. And guys, if you want to listen to this interview, it'll be on Apple and Spotify, uh, as well as all the other content creators, The Pool Guy, uh, and many more. We've got so much diversity on the show. So just listen in at any time to this interview. Sharice, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Uh, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>